Warning! The Fun Bunch podcast features videos and audio content from the internet and live in-studio guest. While most of the content is family-friendly and approved for all audiences, we cannot guarantee the show to be rated G at all times. So please proceed with caution. Now we welcome you to sit back and enjoy the show. Here's Billy and Marco. Hey, hey, welcome to the Fun Bunch podcast, episode number four. They're letting us continue here. It's uh, quite amazing. I thought we'd be shut down by two, but you know what? We're going to keep going uh, until they say we can't do it anymore. It's Billy and Marco. Thank you so much for being right here on our YouTube channel. If you're seeing this on our Facebook page, uh, just uh, know that you can go to either one of these. Hit like, share, and comment. We would love to uh, interact with you guys, and we try to answer everybody uh, that uh, that uh, comes in and asks us for today's show. We're incredibly packed. Uh, the draft is coming up. Is Chase, is Chase Young on the trading block? There is new video surfacing that you haven't seen, and he is in another city. I'm surprising you with that one, Marco, because I know you don't know about that one. Uh, can you die from plastic surgery? You sure can, especially if you want to look like a celebrity. That's coming up, and a major celebrity has died. Uh, we'll cover all that in this episode. Uh, as well as a Wayback Playback and a brand new prank call, all on the Fun Bunch right here. How did we get to where we are? Oh, are you, are you doing an intro? No, no, that, that the intro is going to play our new intro. Did you watch it? I did. It was awesome. <laughs> I so, did. Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So then we'll come in. Welcome. Thank you for being right here. So a uh, lot to cover today, man. How you doing? Good, brother. I um I don't know how we got to where we are. We talked about this a couple days ago. It had been too quiet for too long uh, in Washington football land. And <laughs> I know we're going to get in-depth to it in, in a minute after we get to a couple of other stories and videos. Um, but the fact that the words, the headlines, Chase Young on the trading block, dude, I woke up and I had no idea what world I was living in. Um, yeah. So I know it's we're going to get to it in-depth. I just, you know, for the people that are hanging on for commander stuff, We've got some. I think we got some solid takes, and some of it's a bit outrageous. But my God, here we are, and I can't believe it, and I'm not surprised, and I'm pissed off, and all the emotions. So that well, said, we actually have actual video of him in another city, and uh, and their rumors are flying. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I was gonna say. Listen, we're from the area. We're, we're both from, uh, you know, I'm from Frederick, Maryland. You're right down in Montgomery County. Uh, that's why we love the the DMV teams and all the stuff there. But they have a saying in that part of the area, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute because it's going to yeah. change. And the yeah. same thing with the commanders. If you don't want commanders news and there's nothing going on, don't worry. Wait one minute because then the whirlwind will happen and uh, you won't even be able to cover it all. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is with our franchise. Um, let's jump to, uh, you want to jump to Jerry Springer? Uh, yeah, so there you go. We uh, talked about it earlier in the open. Uh, unbelievable. Jerry Springer uh, passed away, and I had no idea. You kind of filled me in here in the green room that uh, he was uh, suffering from uh, from cancer. I had no idea. Yeah, he'd been diagnosed uh, a few months ago and uh, went downhill pretty fast. It's funny because, you know, I live, I live in uh, the Tampa Bay area, and from being on the radio here for years, like I'm just connected with, you know, radio people. And Springer was just in town doing a little radio tour. He was getting interviewed by a bunch of the radio stations and people were taking pictures of him and, you know, doing the whole radio thing and everything like that. This was like a few weeks ago. I, I mean, yeah. he looked fine. He looked great. I was like, wow, I haven't seen Jerry Springer forever. He looks great. And then, yeah, today's uh, died 79 years old and a uh, quick, quick battle with cancer. Family said he went downhill fast. And uh, died in Chicago early this morning. 
I mean, that's just incredible, man. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, it just seems like there's a lot, you know, a lot of people these days, man. They just going. Uh, it just makes you, you know, think about uh, your time here. It's never as long as you think it's going to be. That's for sure. No, it's. Uh, do you remember how Springer used to end his show? Um, no. Remember the saying, "Take care of take care of yourselves and take care of each other." I think was it was the was the classic tagline. I mean, dude, Springer. I mean, I gotta tell you, like that's the one thing. First off, you could never have a show like that anymore, ever. Oh. Like it's just. I mean, he he was doing things that you know will never be done again. But dude, that's the kind of thing I remember getting home from school and like racing to the TV racing oh, yeah. to the tv it's like just you, racing to just the TV. i mean it was like you had to see the fight the drama the arguing people throwing things like this yeah oh the booze oh the drink splash where's the slap no it's coming no i'm not kidding <laughs> and there he is. oh they're laughing well jerry let me tell you why i really kicked them out I really kicked oh, him out boy. because he let me on telling me he was going to leave her for me. Oh, boy. Then, <laughs> Look at I realized this. this guy. Oh, another oh. slap. <laughs> Damn. Dude. The crowd's loving it. <laughs> Security guard's loving it. He looks like Keanu Reeves, except really with a does. red face. <laughs> I ended up going. He's wearing a Springer hat. Okay, we got to get a strap for that hat. <laughs> you gotta strap I ended up going through his phone and found out that he was sleeping with some bitch named Jatana. Oh boy! Oh, you know on my phone, it's none of your business. Because I can be oh, nosy as hell. And what are you? Nothing. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? No, I'm not kidding. Argue with He's gonna get slapped no, again. I guarantee it's coming. Yeah. With two bitches. No. Look, oh. he's backing up. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, dude. There you I go. Mean, it, it, you know, listen. Obviously, they they they're hiring people to play parts and everything like that. You know, because, it, dude, there was what? so you much. You don't think that's real? <laughs> there was so much <laughs> felony violence on every single episode. Like, you know, I mean, it, it just you know, and the and the crowd just laughed. That's why you could never have that show right now. Like, can you imagine people just beating each other up and making oh. fun of people? It, it, th yeah, it, people. If some people go, oh man, I I, remember, I sort of remember when the world was like normal and fun and never ever. I was like, yeah, it was called the Jerry Springer Show. Like <laughs> right now, that that show, if that were on, would offend so many people, and yeah. it would just the networks would just never put it on. You know what I mean? No. The closest thing we have to it. You ever seen those uh, those slap the slap competitions? <laughs> we just smacked it. It's like a CTE convention. I yeah. don't know how that's even legal. I don't know how if there's a waiver in, involved in that. But literally everyone that gets smacked upside the face gets knocked out. And like you know they got CTE in that league. Yeah, it's um. Well, <laughs> those guys. What's going to happen is after they're done doing that, they'll sit around for five years and then they'll just call lawyers and sue and make millions of dollars. You know, yeah, it's just exactly. you know. But Springer, man, that was like, I, I remember, man, even back when you and I were doing mornings, every week you would play a Jerry Springer clip because you just had oh, to. Yeah. Like, you, oh. I mean, it was part of like doing radio back then was you just always would go to Jerry Springer and go, can you believe this happened? I <laughs> yeah, mean, it was, would, yeah. you know, it's he, just. He would outdo himself on every episode too, too, man. I mean, it just kept getting crazier and crazier.
Yeah. I mean, imagine a show on now that people would even put on the radio. Aside from sports, you put sports play-by-play on, you know, I get that. But it's like there's nothing out there that has like the mystique and the energy and the curiosity. I mean, I'll tell you this, man. Springer was a genius. He understood people's attention spans, what they wanted. Like you said, you said, oh, there's another slap cut. He knew, man, every 45 <laughs> to, to 60 seconds, you had to shake it up. Like he, it never yeah. got stale, man. Oh, no. Remember when somebody threw a chair at somebody? Didn't they break his uh, break his nose or hit That was hit, Geraldo hit Rivera. Oh, that was Geraldo. You yeah. had a memory. Yeah, but they threw chairs on Jerry Springer. I guarantee you that. Yeah, um, and then and then the um, remember the 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 security guy. He eventually got his own spinoff of the show. Steve, Steve. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was so popular, breaking up fights. He gave him his own channel. I mean, what yeah. is going on? Oh, yeah, that's I know, great. I know. You know, it's funny. Is uh, here's the thing about uh, I love about Jerry Springer, uh, as we remember him as he's uh, passed away here. Um, you know, he was the mayor of of Cincinnati. So this guy, you know, he he's not a stupid guy. He's not some some guy that just came out and, and said, "I'm going to get crazy." Like he had several layers of of being, a, you know. But he he always came out on top, man. And that's what made him really, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, super uh, uh, successful. Yeah, really, really rich. I was down in Sarasota one time. This is years ago, and they do this uh, booze cruise thing. So you get on a boat, and you know they're just feeding you beers and stuff. But the purpose of the of the booze cruise is you go around all these multi million dollar houses uh, in Sarasota, and Springer's was one of the homes that that you went by, and you literally were just you're just driving by in this bay and looking up at the homes, and you're like, whoa, this is incredible, dude. His house was sick, and then, and then he also oh. lived he also lived in Chicago. I think he had a place in New York. He had a place in L.A. I mean. Dude, that guy made so much money. But like you said, it was not by accident. He was not a yeah. stupid. He knew what he was doing. He absolutely. Oh, yeah. and, and it was just genius. Um, and like you said, yeah, I, I was reading a lot about him this morning after he passed away. But he was the mayor since he in 1977. Um, yeah. And yeah. from there, he was like, uh, you know, I'm getting into the entertainment business. I think he realized before a lot of us realized that politics is really just entertainment. So he just wanted to make a lot more money <laughs> on it. Yes. Yeah, he could make more money that way. You know, it's funny is he really was basically the internet but before the internet you know what i mean like this is the kind of fighting and if the internet was like real life it would be slapping people you know so and especially you know in today's day and age boy that you know even though you couldn't air that today because everybody's all all crazy i mean it 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 would fit right in today which gives you an idea of the timeless uh forethought that this guy had you know yeah it's uh like i said that's just uh that's one of those guys back in the day where you know like I said, when he was getting popular, well, when he was like super, super popular, I was just getting in the radio business. And I just remember this one of those guys that'd be like, man, I sort of began to understand like there had to be a method to the madness. Like you just couldn't get on the air, whether it's TV, radio or whatever, and just go and just wing it. I mean, it, it, everything had to be planned. There had to be an agenda. There had to be a strategy. He was just one of the best at putting it all together and making it entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah dude, there's there's. You know, that's those are moments like every generation has that. Like, like we were part of the Springer generation, man. And just, you know, it, 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 he changed. He changed so much about TV. Um, you know, he just changed. I mean, I mean, that that was, I guess, the, the original maybe reality show, you could say, um, even though nothing was real, but none, no reality shows were ever real. So he just yeah. I, I think I think people were just like, shit, man, this guy comes on. He just he made it seem real. But, yeah. man, I mean, geez, that's something else. Do you think it started real? I don't think it was always fake. I think he probably started real, but then in, in production meetings, like, look, bro, we need somebody to smack somebody in the face. <laughs> and so I think maybe they probably transitioned into into paying people to be on there. But I, I think 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, if he started with the actors, then he really is a genius because uh, you really can't get that kind of uh, that kind of craziness, uh, you know. Right. You remember out how with, it is with 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 the they used to do this at the radio stations, right? We'd have like the listener panels. They would bring in fifty people, and they'd have like the little meters, and you'd be listening to the radio segments, and they turn the meter up when they were really interested and down whatever. Dude, I yeah. think you're right. I think they like had moments on the show, and they were doing audience testing and sampling, and they were like, "Damn." exactly like, like look at you know and then I, but it takes a guy like springer to be like then then that's all we're gonna do let's just do right. all that and so yeah i think you're right i there's no way he just sat around and was like you know i'll tell you what we're gonna do i'm gonna you know now it, it it was like he was an audience guy he understood the audience decided and yeah i just think they hit gold a couple times and he was like shit this is the this yeah. is the path we're gonna carve out yeah i mean you know you're successful when the dudes that you're just i mean that guy was a security guard and he had his own show for like 15 years steve Wilco, yeah, and it was honestly like he, uh, I, I mean, he was, he was never Springer, right? But it, you know, he was still successful. And props for Springer to take care of the guy, you know. I mean, yeah. He, but yeah, he just came on and he was just basically do, doing the same. His, his stuff was a little more soap opera, like, like it didn't. I, I, none of his stuff I, I thought ever seemed like. I don't know. There would be moments of Springer where you're like, you almost forgot that this probably wasn't real. But I think with Steve, it was just so like, I don't know. It was just kind of a regurgitation. You know, you can't, you, you can't, you can't out Springer Springer, you know? Exactly. You can't. And it's, if you're going to imitate him, you're imitating one of the best. So it's a, a lose, lose situation. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it definitely was must watch TV and you definitely talked about it. And it, uh, it certainly was a, a microcosm of, of kind of actually where we're at now. So it's kind of funny that, uh, you know that it's still that way today, but uh, sad to see that uh, Jerry Springer dead at the age of seventy nine. It's like parents go. I, I mean, I have a lot of friends, and they have kids my kids' age, and they're like, "Oh, we see what these kids are seeing on TikTok," and I'm like, "Dude, do you remember the shit we saw on Jerry Springer? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, there's always been an influence that that was less than positive, right? There's always been something. Um, yeah, it's just back then. I think like parents were more involved. Um. And now it's like they just chuck you an, uh, an iPhone and they're like, you know, let the iPhone parent you, let TikTok parent. So it's, it, there's always there's always been shit. There's always been been that stuff. But, right. um, you know, it's uh, it certainly was more unique back in the day. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's so much uh, easier uh, accessible today. The accessibility of the stuff that you can watch with just being online, man. I can't you ever just like wonder, like, man, if I was what if I was 10 right now, like. Dude, there's so much, man. I mean, the number one thing I can remember my parents saying at least 100 times, no one's ever going to pay you to play video games. You have never been more wrong, actually. I'm pissed. <laughs> if I go back to see my parents in Maryland, I'm like, remember when you stopped making me do that? I could have been a millionaire at this point. Uh, they, yeah, it's that's pretty funny. But the, <laughs> the, the thing now is like the difference is like we had to go and find the bullshit, whereas now yeah. it finds you. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like it comes for you on your mobile devices. Like it's dude, I'll open up TikTok sometimes and I'll hit something I'm like, whoa, I'm like, I, I am not following those kind of channels. Like, what the <laughs> hell was that? You know, know. But it'll come like, out of left field too, man. You'll be like that, that, that. Whoa. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll check. I'll be like, am I following this? No, no, hell no. I'm not following this account. <laughs> but TikTok's like, well, we're going to show it to you anyway. But yeah. yeah, that's the difference now where stuff, stuff finds you. You don't, you don't even really have to look you know, look for it, but you're right, man. You're right. Like parents, like our, our parents, right? Like they, they are, I feel bad, man. They are so removed. Like technology in the last 10 years has, has really sped up like 50 years because right. 
when you tell people like, oh yeah, that guy's a, a YouTuber. And like, what's that? I'm like, he gets millions of dollars for creating content on <laughs> like phones and this, and that. And they're like, how, who pays him? Who would pay for that? Who would pay for that? <laughs> exactly. You know, who the hell Just, would pay for that? Uh, the YouTubes, man, that's who pays for it. Uh, yeah, it is. It is pretty funny to see the uh, the, the transformation's insane. Uh, and I work with a couple of people who are, um, you know, old, a little older, and like they'll be like, and I'll be like, here, let me just show you. It's just easier for me to show you. And it's not like I'm 20, but uh, obviously doing all the stuff that we do, we, you know, I've been very, very lucky to be, you know, I'm on the cutting forefront of almost everything because of my job. One, being on the radio keeps you super young because anything that's coming out new, you you kind of know about it right away. Um, and then, uh, and then you get to try it because of show prep or whatever. In fact, I don't know if you heard about this uh, today, but uh, they just came out with a pair of glasses. Now they've been trying the Google glasses and the glasses that have the internet, yada, yada, old news. But how about a pair of glasses with chat GPT in it? Not to make you smart, although it could not for anything. You know why they came out with them? So people know what to say on a date. So they, the way they're rigging these glasses is it listens to the conversation of, let's say, a female, if you're out, and she says, oh, yeah, well, I really love daisies. It says, oh, daisies, and then it feeds you a bunch of BS that you can just read on your thing and then act like you know what you're talking about. It's insane where we're going, and this is like just a few months away. Yeah, I say all the time, I think I've seen the future, and it's not bright. Like, it, it no. scares this kind of stuff scares me. He's like, now you're going to send you're going to send dudes out there to hang out with chicks and they're going to depend on this. I mean, dude, it's, it's exactly, but, but it falls right into everything's easy. Everything's accessible. You know, you don't have to work hard. You don't have to think you don't have to be clever. You don't have to be interesting, right? It's, it's, it'll all be done for you. And right. it's like, it, it just dude. when you have that mindset, it, it seeps into like every layer of society, right? It's it, it, so now we're in dating, you know, it's in, it's, it's in sports, it's in entertainment, it's in schools. It's like, it's everywhere. And yeah. every, everybody wants everything to be so goddamn easy. And I'm like, that's yeah. not the point. It, that is, you know what I mean? Like it's, well, it's just yeah. not the point on a humanity level. If you really sit back and think about it, I mean, that is taking away the essence of being a human because it's removing all it's what the iPads and your iPhones with your kids. It's removing all personal personality traits, talking and, and getting to know people and understanding uh, facial. You know, you know, now the big thing is, oh, I don't recognize facial cues. Or, that's because you're not no one is talking to anybody. No one's yeah. engaging with people. They're not they're not having conversations anymore. They all have. Oh, if I want groceries, I just get Instacart. No, I don't even have to go to the store. It comes to my front door. But you're right. And so it does seep into society. And then when you think about it, it we're less human. Who, if you can answer a bunch of questions about daisies on your date, good for you, but you're not having a real conversation. You're not being no. a human. It's so crazy that no one can see this. And I tell you, Elon Musk, man, he's on a soapbox with this whole AI. Let's get, we got to slow it down. But dude, the genie's out of the bottle. You can't put it back. Not now. It's, I mean, it's, you know, you're not going to stop this train. It's running at full speed. Um, you just got to, you know, you, you, you just have to make a decision of how much you want to be a part of it, you know, and, and there's good parts to everything. Like there's parts of this that, you know, I mean, chat GPT, like, I mean, I'm a fan. I know you're a fan of it too. Um, oh, yeah. but I mean, I really use it to be productive. 
You know, like right. I'm, I'm not I'm not using it to survive in life. <laughs> right. It's, it's, I'm not depending it's to on enhance. It. If you right. can enhance what you're doing, and you gotta, you can't just let it spit out something and be like, "We're good." I mean, go change it. You know, put your own thoughts in there. I mean, let it give you a base. There's nothing wrong with that. I do that on a daily basis. It's almost it's my radio producer at this point for my morning show. Uh, but you're right, man. You can't just say, "Okay, we're good," and I, and then I'm gonna go out and play ball. And it wrote me a, a nice essay. Yeah, it might. And and there's they're coming out with a bunch of new technology that's going to be so here's the cat and mouse game that's going to be for the next probably until we die uh there's going to be ai that's going to be able to create something and then there's going to be ai to detect if ai created something that's that's the the natural string of things says now there's nothing but new technology coming out to tell you that that was written by ai or that video is actually ai generated because i'm telling you in a matter of about three or four months it's not long I guarantee you, you will not be able to believe your eyes or believe your ears i'm telling you you it just is so we're so far along in this whole thing. You could see President Obama sound like Obama, be Obama, see him with your own eyes, and it won't be him. And that's yeah. crazy. People are going to say and do things that they never said or did. I, I mean, there's no other way to put it. I, th there's a radio station here. It's a news station um, in Tampa. The traffic reports are AI. They're AI generated, oh my God. Uh, dude. And I mean, it's like I actually took a video of it the other day and I sent it to some buddies. I'm like. Who is being fooled by this? And they're like, everyone. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> like, like I, I was like, how, how is this on the air? Like, it's, it, 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 it's, I, dude, I don't know. And I guess, I mean, I'm biased because it's like, you know, that was like the business I was in for over two decades. And I was like, God, dude, this sound, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's robotic. Yeah. Um, but, and now there's um, some radio stations I was reading the other day that are going full like like they're doing a test they're going full oh, yeah. ai to yeah, see what an the results radio are. station with just a ai and they're like oh we're only going to do it overnights when there's no djs on it it's it's kind of a big thing in our industry uh be, people are talking about it because obviously it's going to be listen ai is going to be taking a lot of jobs not just radio jobs they're going to be taking a lot of other jobs that you're going to need to figure out how to how to you know maneuver in that space but i will tell you um again Here's here's it's funny because I told you a story about I was trying to get chat GPT to help me with this stupid radio contest. And this is a, a damn 45 minute conversation with this machine that was not getting what I was saying. So uh, to me, it's like there's they still have a long way to go, but it will never be human. It'll never say, hey, you know what? You got to stay off of uh, I-95 today because there's not only an accident, uh, but, uh, you know, there might be some injuries. And I think some police it's not going to be able to do that. It's not human. So uh, so, yeah, you might be able to get some information. Or you might be able to get some entertainment, but it's like anything else, man. You have to be able to connect to people, and it'll get close, but uh, it won't. It won't ever be human. Yo, go out to dinner or go to the bar, and it's like the way that these people will greet you. I mean, it's just the social skills. Like I went out a oh, couple of weeks ago, and the woman was asking us what we wanted, what what drinks we wanted. While she's asking us, she's looking at her iPhone. Oh my! So God. she's like, she's literally, she's like, "Hey guys," she's like, "Okay, um, what did, did you guys know what you wanted to drink already, or do you still need some more time?" Looking down at her phone, and I was like, <laughs> "I, I, I turned around to my buddy. I was like, is she reading from a script?'" He's like, "No." He's like, "She's on Instagram." He could see. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell, dude?" But it's, it, dude, it's, I'm telling you, I, I just, I'm like, what? Like, I, I wanted to say, hey, in your personal life, like, do you have any friends, or do you guys just all <laughs> sit there and look at the screen? And then, I, I dude, I don't know. It's just. It's very weird to me. I'm a real social cool. guy. So that stuff yes. for me, like I like to be out. I like to be with people. 
Uh, I like to do things with people. I like I like people's opinions and perspectives. And oh, um, you like to be human? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You, know. you know, it's funny. Is I I do. My kids hate it, but uh, you know, when Joshy he's thirteen now, but when he was like eight, and we'd be at McDonald's, and he'd be like, "Hey, can I get a um ice cream after?" The, I'm like, "Yeah, here's five dollars." I want you to walk up to the counter. I want you to tell them what you want. You have enough money for it. I want you to engage. And they hated it. But I'm telling you, you need to speak to humans because we are removing that from the fabric of our society at an alarming rate with computers. And again, having them do everything, it's just making people non-communicative. And that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's not going it's not going to go the other way either. I mean, it's just we are where we are. And these, you know, listen, I blame. Listen, I blame mostly the parents they're the ones that chucked their kids the ipads and the video games and said this is your life let them parent you because we're not we're checking out i i really do man i mean honestly like when i was growing up i just i had certain times i could be on nintendo and then i had times i had to be outside had you know whatever all that other stuff and it's the same thing with my kids i gotta tell you man i'm so lucky my kids are miserable playing video games miserable doing computer games and all that stuff they do it when it rains and that's it you know it's like but that that, that wasn't an accident, right? You got him. I got him into sports early. I got him connecting with the right kids who are I interested in those other things. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sit around and watch my kid waste away laying right. on their bed, you know, addicted to some device like that's scary as hell, man. That's like that is scary as hell like that. To me, that's yes. like the, that is like the original addiction. Like and you only got to become addicted to one or two things before then you could become addicted to a lot of other things. So, oh, yeah, it's I mean, scary, it, it bro. really to not not to be like you know making a mountain out of molehill but, but i mean it, it is it could be a gateway listen the dopamine hits you get from getting a thousand likes or 200 likes or 10 or whatever it is that's that you're you're operating on and seeing people engage with your stuff and then not seeing it. it's so bad for kids there's so many different surveys and tests and scientific papers actual papers if you want to not have chat gpt read them to you you can do them yourself and see that this is just a terrible, terrible thing. And yet, you know, I mean, here it is. I mean, I feel bad, too, because my son wants to watch, you know, I'll have him on the weekend or whatever, and he'll want to watch, you know, Monsters, Inc. or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I, I let him look at it for a minute when I'm getting a shower, getting ready. But then we're going outside, man. We're playing. We're throwing rocks. We're going down. We're taking pictures. We're going to be out. You're going to be outside. My dad used to lock me outside in the summertime. Be like, hey, man, come, back when, <laughs> come when it's late. You know, I mean, you're not staying in all day. Bro, we'd leave Howard County, Maryland, man. I mean, we would leave on Friday night. We'd pack up our tents, our sleeping bags. We'd have a, a huge cooler uh, of drinks and food. We wouldn't come back till Sunday afternoon. Like yeah. there was like like, you got like 50 acres like in this area, right? Where we would walk through it. We would, we would one night we'd sleep. We'd have a campfire. We'd get up next day, explore, go to the ponds, go swimming, you know, all that shit. Dude, now try having a kid like hey you want to go you want to go camp <laughs> i mean be like, what what no man why I'm, would i ever do that <laughs> doing that i've got a full subscription to unlimited video games all weekend i'm not oh, going yeah. camping you know well i guess but i'm gonna take my laptop and my ipad and i need is there cell service out there oh stop with that come yeah, on but i'll say this i'll say this because it's easy to like clown on the kids just look at the parents and nine times out of ten you'll get your answer you know, nine times <laughs> out of 10, you'll be like, oh, I get it. I get it. I just, you know, whatever. They're just like I said, they're just chucking them devices and subscriptions to things. And mm, that's it. I, and listen, yeah. like I said, when the, you know, when it rains or kids are bored, they'll do that stuff. It's not like, you know, there are those people out there that's like, oh, that's the demons and the devils and the video. No, it's 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 hooking your brain up to it every day, all day. That's right. Just like hooking your brain up to anything all day, every day would be a problem. You know what I mean? So. Right. 
yeah. it just happens to be that and and it's easy and bro it's just uh, i i don't know man i just i do feel bad for some of the kids though who um they, you know they just like i said their parents let them hook their brains up to these things and that's it they're done i mean they're they're done like good luck good luck trying to change a 13 year old if they've been able to do that or a 14 year old for their entire life like i heard a saying the other day it's easier it's easier to repair a broken child or it's easier to teach a child the right thing to do than fix a broken man and that's right you know what i'm saying well, yeah yeah here's the deal so now speaking we're of, uh, what's going on? What's, we, we need what's going? we need some hits <laughs> what, what, what did her parents teach her huh? i'm trying to figure this out we we need some uh, some uh, some likes and some uh, comments. So we're talking about basically being on social media and being like you know, hey, I got to be liked, and you know, basically I refer to social media as everybody's front yard uh, because that's what they do. They oh, you never put it in the, you know, um, this is bad or I did this or I'm I'm not worthy because I did this. No, none of that is on social media. It's all I'm going to Tahiti. I make a lot of money. I'm rich, uh, and you think well, whatever. It doesn't really hurt anybody. Well. Here is uh, a lady. She's a Kim Kardashian, obviously lookalike. Her name is uh, Ashton G. Now, she died tragically of cardiac arrest just after she had this plastic surgery. So plastic surgery basically killed this lady. And, I mean, if you, I mean, what that's just. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell is it? What? I, I want to, I mean, I don't want to be rude because she's passed away. But, I mean, dude. This is what happens when you let the internet raise your kids. Period. If Dear this is what they think. God. I mean, that's all. <laughs> I mean, it's I not real. She's, no. she's obviously she's obviously had work. Bro, they um, could bring, they could bring her back to life. She's got enough stuff that could be recharged, re read, you know what I mean? I actually think she died decades ago when she started this <laughs> surgery thing. She could be brought back to life. There's chemical you could reboot her. I mean, uh, one thing's for sure is if listen, if McDonald's plastic cartons are gonna last for a thousand years, I mean she's she's um she's immortal. She's she never can't going. die. No, she can't she, no. Die. What listen. what size pants are those? Like how do you shop for that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think she shops. I think people shop for her family's obviously devastated. Um, well, what kind of convention is she at, by the way? I mean, there's like <laughs> look at the pictures up. I mean, this is a, a strange convention. <laughs> It's probably a plastic surgery convention. Okay. Um, was, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, dude, which, you know, obviously, I mean, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, what kind of doc? What kind of doctor <laughs> says, yeah, we'll keep going. We'll do more surgeries. I mean, I. Exactly. That's not, that's not one surgery. Yeah, it's not. No, that's not one. And that bathing suit is terrible because you you're not. That's never going to be great. Like when you get out of the water, there's no possible way that's good. No, but that's the, uh, just... yeah. That's not. Uh, that that's. Not, I, I got to tell you, I I I can't stop. I mean, I will say this: this woman looks just like. If you would have said who's this, I just would have said Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I, I mean, I that's what I would have said. I wouldn't, you know. Um, that's what she's going for. Yeah, but I was looking, so she's made a bunch of money. Um, I like how you leaned up closer to the uh, to the screen there. <laughs> well, I, I just I thought to myself, she's wearing like a prosthetic. You know what I mean? Like I I, I just I'm trying to understand gravity in a lot of a lot of these pictures. Well, there's and, no gravity in there, dude. That's, well, I, that's yeah, a, that's a vacuum, right? <laughs> it's no no vacuum, no gravity, no nothing. 
so she died. She had a heart attack after her recent, most recent surgery. I did right. see online that people are going crazy. Um, her family has set up a GoFundMe. They need forty grand for her funeral. And well, somebody was. How much somebody, do you think she spent in plastic surgery over the last five or ten years? That's what people are saying. They're like, this woman has bragged about making so much money, looking like you know, transforming herself into Kim Kardashian, and now the family wants forty grand. Um, I, I don't know. I wonder what she's. I wonder what Kim Kardashian. Like, if you're Kim Kardashian, do you have to make a statement? Like, don't. Well, you ever see the guy that's like the real life Ken dog? I mean, these guys, it's it's really listen. And, but, and but I don't do wanna, you have to come out and say, I don't recommend you doing this? <laughs> like, I feel like there's should a level you have to say that? No, <laughs> but I mean, you probably could say it, especially in today's day and age, man. Listen, I don't want to. I'm not making. We were. I want to be very clear, Marco or myself. We're not making fun of body dysmorphia. There's a there's a lot of stuff going on with people today, and uh, and having uh, you know trying to change their bodies for whatever reason and that that is a real disease don't get me wrong but you're right marco she didn't have one surgery so at some point if you can't be if you can't control yourself if you're so compulsive and to get stuff at some point the doctor has to say bro i'm not doing this i can't you're you're done with plastic surgery uh at what point do we put that on them yeah no and 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 that's that's why I said in the beginning, what doctor said, we'll just keep going. Listen, surgery, forget about the initial, you know, plastic surgery, cancer surgery, liver surgery, whatever. Surgery is surgery, dude. You are introducing foreign things. You're cutting your body open. There's always, there are always complications. And putting yourself to sleep yeah. all those times. <laughs> I think I read like 250,000 Americans a year die in the hospital because of mistakes, accidents, and things like that. Right. Yeah. Every time you go and get sliced open, you're risking your body to infection and introducing all these chemicals. And like you said, getting put to sleep and and people are people. They make mistakes. That's why it's called practicing medicine. They're, it's it's practicing. It, it, it's it's not securing uh, medicine. <laughs> it's not guaranteeing. They're practicing. Same thing with lawyers. Lawyers love to tell you, hey, oh, you got a case. You're going to win. Oh, we're just practicing law. This is just a practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Guys have paid a lot of money to do some practice, but uh, <laughs> this is the most expensive practice I've ever yeah. seen in my entire life. Here, and then that's what they go back. I'm just practicing, you know. Shit. Yeah. So I'm yeah, cool. but man, it's um, I, 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 luckily this is rare. I mean, I, there's not many people are going to go spend money to try to look like something else. But I think what happened to the other side, you got to look at. No fault of hers. I, I mean. I think she just started to do this. Somebody was like, you look like Kim Kardashian. Oh, really? Well, I'm going to look more like Kim Kardashian. Then somebody, somebody along the line went to this woman and said, I, I want you to be my Instagram influencer and I'm going to pay you 10 grand a month. And then I think it's like you talk about dopamine and stuff. And it's like, wait, wait a minute. The more I look oh. like Kim Kardashian, the more people are going to pay me. And then bam, it just you, you like we couldn't you can't stop that train if you no. tried. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I'm telling you, and God bless any woman or man who's on OnlyFans. But I, I'm telling you, I know some just average girls, and you, you'd be shocked at what some people are making on OnlyFans, bro. I mean, I'm telling you, just, uh, it's insane. It's, I, I don't even, it's insane. I've never been on. I, I see people on Facebook, you know, promoting their OnlyFans accounts. Yeah. And I'm like, but what are you? What am I buying? I mean, is it just pictures like? I mean, be, are these be, people naked? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they could be. It could be pictures, could be videos. It could just be talking. Uh, but and and usually it's not. I mean, if they, but I'm telling you, there's a girl 
uh, that I knew in Milwaukee that she was an OnlyFans star, and she she was you know listen I, I'm not I I don't judge people how they look, but uh, you know she was an average. She's she's probably you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know, I'm not judge to look people at, so. how they look, but I, I, I have a feeling where you're like going. She was, she's not she a model. She was overpaid on OnlyFans. I'm she's not judging She's not a model. Her. She's a, just an average, your next girl next door looking girl. All right. She she wasn't ugly. She wasn't pretty. She's just, a, she's average. She's good. You know, whatever. All right. Let me she's ask you making, how yeah. much, how much should she have been making on OnlyFans before we hear <laughs> yeah. how much she was? Well, Give me you, that. You're trying to get this podcast canceled in four episodes. I love it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the landscape of OnlyFans. Luckily, All right, I've never I'll been throw on you it. out a number. Should she make a thousand bucks a week on OnlyFans? Well, I know how much she was making. I understand. I'm saying based upon what she <laughs> looks like, tell me what she should be making. And then and then right, I want to yeah. hear what the market. Yeah, I would say a thousand a week. Thousand right, weeks so that's safe. Fifty-two grand a year. That's all right. So she, you can make a decent living. She, you know, she's got a good personality. She's fun, but you know, like I said, she's she's an average everyday girl. Okay. How much was she making on OnlyFans? Sixty grand a month. <laughs> a month, bro, bro. She you, made you, seven hundred thousand dollars a year on OnlyFans. Dude, the market said, fuck you, Billy. We're giving her <laughs> 10 times what you think. 10 times it's what you think it's worth. Insane, dude. I don't All know. Right, so man. here's my I'm... next question. Why the hell was she working at a radio station? I mean, <laughs> you know. I, mean, I, I guess you had to keep getting new people to to join OnlyFans. Maybe? I don't know. Was she, she promoting listens. it on, on the air? No, not, not that I knew of. I mean, I, but I was like, dude, there's just no possible way. But I mean, you know, listen. And I'm not I'm not mad, even though that whole segment probably sounded like I'm mad and I'm I'm not. <laughs> if you can do your thing, do your thing, man. Mm-hmm. I I'll hey get as much money as you possibly can get from anyone. Sixty thousand dollars. Why would you ever do anything else? I mean, it's insane to me. Uh, and if you can get your money, get your money. I'm super excited that she was able to make seven hundred thousand dollars a year and I'm oh. living at a poverty level. I'm fine with that. If it seems like I'm a little bit jealous. Uh, then uh, no, no, it's totally cool, man. But it's just insane the amount of money you can make. Again, not leaving your house. Hey, I'm not, I'm I'm not mad. I, I'm I love it. Like I'm a big fan of capitalism. If you've got a way to make money and you've carved out the angle and you you do it, do it. I worked at yeah. a radio station once in Atlanta, and after about six months there, <laughs> the one of the guys, like the head guys, he's like, "You you're overpaid." I'm like, eh, I I. I <laughs> <laughs> what's news to me i'm, I'm like well I, yeah but but you're still paid i'm still paid in your opinion it's overpaid but i'm still paid it's i'm getting yeah. paid like i have no you know whatever i mean it's uh i didn't come here with a gun and make you make you do the deal you did the, you know what i mean so it's like yeah you can't get mad at somebody for you know figuring out yeah. actually i love the guy's honesty i was like this guy this guy hates me and he's not afraid to tell me i love this guy <laughs> man at least you know where you sit with this guy Oh, yeah. oh, 100%, you know, so, um, <laughs> yeah, like that girl you were talking about, man, if you can get it, I mean, what if I wanted to get, like, what would I do on OnlyFans? Would I be able to do something like that? What would I do? I mean, you're a good looking guy. You could probably get on there. I, I don't know. There are guys on there, I guess. I, listen, I'm not even, a, I, I'm not even, we should have an OnlyFans expert on, actually, because I, I, I just know from what some people tell me, I've got a few friends that dabble in it and uh, have done it, uh, but uh, I mean, you could probably do some feet pics. I heard yeah, that's probably big. Um, and you'll be paid, you'll be paid, like they'll oh, send yeah. you money for that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, dude, it's, I mean, dude, humans sometimes they're, who knows? 
but I don't I don't get the feet thing. I don't like feet anyway, but that, that's a huge market. Um, you know, you could always do the, uh, you know, wear something and then send it to the people. That's big. You know what I mean? I want you mm. to wear this and then send it to me. These people are creepy, man. But you know what? If you're making seven hundred thousand dollars a year, dude, you make that's more than ninety five percent of the population in the United States of America, which is one of the richest in the entire world. So, yeah, like I you. said, dude, dude, the the market decides. If the market's paying you that much, then you you're doing what you should be doing, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I mean, I I never blame the people who are getting getting paid and doing all this stuff. I'm like the market pays them like there's a there's a market for it how can you yeah. how can you get mad at that i mean it's just you know yeah. you hear you hear that about like um mr beast is a is a good example you know people are like how in the hell can that guy what do you mean that guy he didn't wake up one day and say everybody give me money it, it's just he created <laughs> so much attention right it's like right. that's that's the market i mean yeah and here's the reverse of that. And one of my favorite things is, you know, I'm a huge motorcycle fan. I buy motorcycles sometimes, I, and it's or it happens on eBay with camera equipment, and also what I buy a lot of. People have the opposite effect where they think they think this new camera that they bought that was, you know, four grand a year ago that has two models that have come out since then and has been heavily used is still worth four grand. I'm like, buddy. The market isn't going to tell you that's worth probably $900. Sorry that you paid four grand two years ago for it, but you'll be lucky if you get, oh, no. And then eBay, nine grand or 900. Yeah, there it is. I mean, the market will decide what your stuff yeah. is worth. Everything. Everything. Yeah, it's exactly right. Everything. It just decides everything. Like, that's why, actually, if you really subscribe to that, like a lot of people just, they say the words, but dude, life becomes so light and easy. Like once you realize that you're truly, really not in control of much of anything, it just becomes like, okay, like there's all of these, when you get up in the morning, you control like, and everyone wants to say, oh, you're in control. You, dude, you can really <laughs> control like almost nothing. I mean, yeah. yes, you can control your response to things, but stuff's going to happen and you just, you will, you are powerless to change any of it. Like I, I, I just, you know, I think it just goes with setting the market. Like people decided that this was going to be a value and they were going to pay for it and you can hate it as much as you want but you're not stopping it you know what i yeah. mean so, yeah yeah 100% yeah. Uh, and that's why yeah i never get mad about it because uh you're right the market will dictate exactly what uh what they'll do and how much they'll pay and uh same with the athletes and uh, i mean now we've got uh, obviously i mean you look at these guys uh, right translating into the nfl lamar jackson thinks he's worth a certain amount and other teams, whether you think there's a conspiracy theory against it or not, uh, they don't think that. And, uh, and you know, and it's, that happens a lot. Kirk cousins, you can name a hundred of them, baseball, football, soccer, hockey, doesn't matter. Uh, people think they have one market and the market says, well, ac actually it's not, it's not that. And we hate to be the ones to tell you, uh, but they get butthurt about it. Or <laughs> you're Deshaun Watson and one of the 32 markets <laughs> said that you were worth all of this money and now that has totally got everybody else all upset and you know and they're because they're like wait a minute you know we're trying to re-sign lamar you just signed a guy not as good to historical cash and now lamar's right. pissed because he you know but again that's then that's called like the market resetting itself right and that happens a lot too like so yeah th that the sean watson money um you know, and well, people are mad at Deshaun Watson, and it's. Not, I said, don't be <laughs> mad at Watson. The Browns are the ones you should be mad at. You know, exactly. He had nothing. I mean, obviously, he can get yeah, get whatever you can get. The problem you you bring up a very good point. The problem is the other thirty one teams are like, bro, you. 
it's it's like you overpaid and now everybody has to overpay but it's like with everything you know like personalities you and i doing uh like remotes or endorsements for our radio industry or or whatever if somebody is saying hey like my rate is 400 because i don't want to do them well you're setting the market you're either going to set yourself out of the market or you're going to be right in uh but you're going to be paid what you're worth but the problem now is now everybody else has to be like well i gotta set mine because this guy's all the way over here or it usually happens when you go too low and you're and you're undercutting everybody and then you're screwing everybody yo a guy called me once i was leaving a job at a radio station and he was being looked at to come in and they made him an offer so they they were I had moved on with the show and this guy had come on and they made him an offer. He calls me, dude, big balls, big balls move. I didn't even know him that well at the time. He's Did like, you dude, know him I, at all? Uh, just like a little, like knew of him. Heard you know, of him? I, right, yeah, I think yeah. I met him at a convention years ago, but we were not like, he got my number through somebody. I mean, we, I didn't have his number. He's like, yo, it's so-and-so. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I got a question to ask you, man. He's like, I mean, I know you're on to bigger and better things. He's like, they made me this offer, man. He's like, it is, I just, I don't, I just think they got more money. And I was like, well, give me the number. And he goes, no, just tell me what you made. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, like, yeah, yeah. You're calling me number one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to volunteer what they paid me. You tell me. That's crazy. I was like, listen, here's what we'll do. You just tell me what the number is. And if I hang up. It's like an embarrassing, embarrassingly low deal. And if it's not, I'll say, take the deal. It's competitive with what, what I was getting. So and three seconds later, I hung the phone up. I mean, it's just, you know, but I, how much lower was it? Uh, it was about half. To, no, it wasn't that bad. It was, but it was about 30% off. Ooh. Yeah, it was about Boy, 30%. Hey. And this was like heyday radio where they were spending cash on everybody. You right. know, um, but dude, I mean, that's, that's like with anything, you know, but never take the first, I mean, this is the first deal is a, is a, is a, is a, is a measuring stick, you know, yeah. that's what there's a always, ballpark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I helped this one guy here. Um, I shouldn't have, he turned out to be a real dick face, but I, I, I helped him out <laughs> when, uh, he was doing his contract and like, they literally like they were killing this guy and he couldn't get any more money. And so they were like, we're not doing more money. We're not doing more money. And I was like, all right. Well, I was like, we'll negotiate severance. And so he got them to, to double the severance. You know, it went from three months. I said, go ask for six months. And they gave it to him. And I'm like, all right, well, then that's, you know, basically that is more money. Because, dude, you're eventually getting fired because oh, everybody does. We all know what the outcome is going to be inevitably. You're going to be gone here. It's either in a few months or a year or maybe a year and a half. But it's coming. There's three. You're not. You're never in radio until. You get fired three times, and this is how it has to be. One time it's your fault, one time it's their fault, and one time it's nobody's fault. And that's the magic <laughs> three scenarios of getting fired. And if you've been in it long enough, uh, all of that's true. I've, I've had, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, that's it. It's it's once is yours, once is theirs, once is nobody's, and that's that's the deal. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it's um, <laughs> it's God. We could do a segment on radio and contracts oh and all the, oh. all the bullshit involved with that but um yeah jeez, geez. yeah that's a scam yeah so there you go <laughs> <It's a scam. laughs> i love how he had the balls to call you and uh do that uh that is uh that's pretty incredible that's i've big, never had that move big ball move right like that's yeah. you know and, and yeah big balls move I, I i was like dude i like i mean i like uh, you're showing some fire here you're showing a little energy <laughs> you know uh, did he take the job? He took the job. I don't know what you know. What do you you know? He took the job, but he he was pretty hell bent on on making what I made. Um, 
And, um, you know, I told him, I said, well, go, go get an agent. You don't have somebody <laughs> negotiate and do it. Oh, I don't need an agent. No, I'm the best negotiator. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently right, you're about 30% less than that, actually. Off to a rocky start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. There you go. It is uh, Marco, Billy and Marco here. It's a fun bunch podcast. Thank you so much for being right here. We appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to get to some commander's news here. Uh, you know, the draft is coming up. We're in. Uh, our particular spot in the draft is where we've probably been for at least 10 years that I can remember. We don't have a great draft pick. Well, I guess since RG3, so 2012, but we moved up for that and gave away the entire farm. Um, you know, what do you got? This mid-round draft. Yesterday or the day before, we talked tight ends. We talked safety. What would you like to see the commanders do? Is it to trade back? Is it to trade up? Or is it to just take who's ever the best there? I, this happens every draft day. Everything I've said in the weeks leading up to this, I'm, I'm now, I have no faith, no confidence in. I'm, I'm sort of <laughs> like, you know, it, it, I, I just, I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. Um, I'm a little bit um, uh, nervous, you know, uh, and here's what I'll say, man. The whole, the, what's added an intense intrigue to this is Chase Young, the rumors um. now, he's on the trade block. So I'm asking myself, how does that affect our draft position tonight? Or is this the kind of thing? Because here's the other rumor on this. We now want to, to, to get draft arsenal. Or we want to increase our draft arsenal for next year to possibly have to get that kid, that the quarterback from USC. He's from D.C., loves Washington. Blah, 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 blah. We've heard all this crap before. And mm -hmm. so, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. We would trade Chase Young and get no immediate value? Come on, dude. We can't do that. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So here we go. I promised you uh, something that's uh, breaking news. Uh, as you'll see, this is uh, Price Carter, uh, who actually ran into Chase Young, who's in another city on the street. What's now, he doing? Just walking around? Just <laughs> in those green shoes. Yeah. I mean,. That is definitely Chase Young, and Price Carter is a writer for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so he says, just ran into future Kansas City Chief Chase Young. Now, I believe he's obviously probably there for the draft, but, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, are you just there? Uh, All right, all right, all right, fine. Chase Young for Mahomes. Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> fuck it. You know, throwing throwing Kelsey and uh, and you know what? We'll do. Well, that's just fine. Can't have nice things around here. So I'll just <laughs> Mahomes. Just do it now. Get it over with. Um, I will tell you, he doesn't look happy. I mean, no, he, looks he does not look happy, dude. <laughs> I mean, he, um, he does not look happy. I wonder, is he doing the Heineke bit? Like, remember Heineke would buy the color of uh, the Jordans, the color of the team that he last beat? Oh, don't uh, tell me this. Is that an Eagles color? Dude, that, if he goes to the Eagles. <laughs> it be the best, Jets. Dude. They're loading up with Rodgers and Chase Young on the other side to that mm. already stacked defense in New York. Yeah. Bang. Just walking by Chase Young. I don't know, dude. Dude, I mean, he knows you're videoing him. Like, it, that is so awkward. Like, he, you know, that is like... <laughs> it, it, just I, that is so awkward, dude. I mean, look at that. <laughs> just walking by, dude. I, if I was chasing, I'm gonna have whooped his ass. I, I mean, mean he just looked right at him, dude. I mean, he, is I mean, he knows so what bit. you're doing. Just say, Hey, I'm a reporter. Like, what's up? I mean, <laughs> just 
Well, how did he happen to be just recording? I wonder how he, because, I mean, he just walked by him. So did he see him way down there and then came back? I don't know, dude. Bro, this is a staged bit. This is a staged bit. Yeah. What do you think he's doing in Kansas City? Well, he's probably, there's there's some draft parties and stuff that I was watching on Twitter. Um, A lot of these companies will put on like draft parties. Uh, So he's obviously there probably representing some brand Maybe clutch if clutch. I had to guess. <laughs> just just throwing it out there that if maybe I were clutch. Guess. Yeah. He may be he may be uh cashing some clutch checks uh in the next couple of days. But yeah, that's my that's my only guess, you know. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean I, what what do you think about I mean, you I seem a little more pissed than you about Chase Young could be traded. Well, here's the thing, man. I just resign myself to being a fan of the commanders that uh, we just can't have nice things. You said it earlier. And I mean, dude, RG3 really was like a backbreaker for me because after rookie of the year, I just thought I was all in. I was like, we got him. We got our quarterback. This is next 10 years. We're going to finally be good. And that was somebody like punching you in the balls uh, after all that thing just just deteriorated and and went to nothing. My RG three jersey. Speaking of eBay, I sold that on eBay. I bought it for one hundred and ninety four dollars. It was one of the Nike real ones. Guess how much I sold it for? Well, Talk about the market one. reselling. It's so oh, oh boy, that's uh, it was twenty one dollars I made on that jersey. Shit, that's what you I didn't make. I didn't make. That's exactly. I sold it for twenty one dollars, and I think I had to do free shipping anyway. Yeah, why do so, you even sell? I mean, at that point, what, what? Why sell it? I mean, I, know, I was mad. I don't know, man. I, mean, <laughs> I was mad. I'm gonna teach him a lesson. Sell his jersey for shit. I'll lose all my money. I mean, um, I keep them now because you even like you see the Cooley back there. I mean, they're collector's items. And if I ever, if I, you know, Chris Cooley's a lot, you know, I'm from Frederick, Maryland. He spends a lot of time in Frederick. So my sister sees him all the time up there. They got like a pottery shop and some other stuff that he likes to, to do. So maybe he'll sign that and I'll just, uh, I'll frame him. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I, to me, I, you c- couldn't even fathom two years ago, Chase Young is going to be like, our guy, and he's going to be the next Lawrence Taylor, and he's going to be here for 15 years terrorizing people. Now, I don't know, man. He doesn't even look like he wants to play, dude. He looks like he just is ready. Uh, he looks like he's just shopping, and he doesn't even care anymore. And he's like, ah, you know what? I'm rich. I don't need to play football. You know, it's a little different. I'm having difficulty or whatever. You, what was the thing he was saying? He was having trouble concentrating on football. Oh, he was, know, un- he was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> A strange word for a man that size to use. I mean, that yeah. that concerned me a little bit. You're uncomfortable. I mean, so you're a I, genetic freak, dude. The yeah. guy's just made a muscle. He's a, I mean, and you're uncomfortable. Oh yeah. boy. Well, I'll tell you this though. I, he probably is a little uncomfortable now because the decision that Rivera made or Mayhew or one of our other six general managers, you know, not <laughs> to give him, not to give him the bag and oh, guarantee that fifth year, dude. He's got to be pissed because you know, dude. If you go out. And I mean, if you don't play well, then it's on you. Then you never deserve the bag. Okay. He, he will get another job in the NFL. He's, he's, there's going to be a market for guys like Chase Young all the time. Somebody will take a chance, but they're not going to make him super rich. But dude, if he goes out and gets an injury, which is on the table for every player, right? I, I mean, that, that may remove him from the NFL. If he were to have a devastating injury, oh um, kind of like what he had without that fifth year option being picked up. He may get another chance, but dude, they're going to bring you in for a couple million dollars and just see what you're all about. And that's oh, you'll you know, definitely have to prove it, man. Kick, yeah, they're going to kick. You're going to be a guy that gets tires kicked, and that's about it. Um, that and that's 
you know, I keep reading now that, you know, once you do that to a guy like Chase Young, who had all the hype, the relationship is over. And no matter what, he's out. He wants yeah. out. You know, he, he's going to go. The only thing I'll say to that is there is a new ownership coming in. So they could extend an olive branch and say, hey, that wasn't us. What Dan did to you was wrong. What Rivera did was wrong. And we're going to we're going to mend the relationship. And there's yeah, one way to do it. Cash. Money. <laughs> <laughs> cash. That's it. And to be honest, man, I don't know. He's got it. I don't mind the cash if you're good. I'm like, dude, I would pay Terry McLaurin. I would take my own money and give it to Terry McLaurin. I have no money, but I would scrounge it up and be like, because he's the kind of guy that I would put a lot of money behind. Man, Chase, I just and Lamar, it's the same thing. It's that you're what you described there is what Lamar did. He got pissed because he they were dragging their feet and then he didn't play when he probably could have played. And some of his teammates called him out. And that's when I was out on Lamar Jackson, dude. You if you if there's a difference between being injured and hurt. And if you're just hurt a little bit and you're got a contract problem and you don't want to play in the playoffs, playoffs? Come on, man. That that to me, I was out. And, and that seems like what Chase is doing here. It looks like it's playing out on two timelines in Maryland and in D.C., so who knows? Chase Young, Gibson, and a one for Lamar. Well, flip a one or give him a one? No, no you have to give it to him. Oh, man, that's too expensive. I, br I brought that scenario up, I think, back in our first episode. I just keep thinking about it. I, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, listen, Gibson's it. probably – I mean, Gibson's good, actually. Gibson could be great, depending on what – now with the enemy, though, it's like, well, was even Turner using him in the right – you know, I, pick I don't me. know, man. Pick, pick me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them all. I watched all the games. No. Yeah. I yeah, mean, dude, that... if you ever go back to, like, the all 22 of some of our games, I mean, dudes are wide – open and not getting hit though i mean turner he got people open we just didn't hit him a lot bro yeah no i'm, I'm glad he's gone that wasn't that was a boring experiment for me it was a, <laughs> that was a boring experiment some experiments are like fun like the zorn thing was kind of fun he did some crazy crazy stuff and and spurrier yeah. to a certain extent this was really boring this was not fun to watch like uh it was it painful was, but, yeah it was not fun to watch um yeah I mean, spurrier like those that you know that was like you literally watched every play to see what he was what he, what he had drawn up next you know because he was yeah. he had some crazy ass ideas um but yeah, that's not this. I just, I don't know, dude. Like we're 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 right there where I just feel like something. I I told you we were way too quiet the last week or two, and I just felt like something was brewing. They came out and said the young announcement wouldn't come till May second. It dropped on four twenty six, which was the day before the draft, saying that we're not picking up the fifth year. Me looking at that was what they're really saying is if anybody wants to make an offer for him, we have not committed to the fifth year. He's available. Right. Um. The question is, what would you want for him? I mean, dude, if it, you're not getting a one, right? Definitely not getting one. Okay, well, so are you getting a two? Well, let's say let's say yes. Let's say, but a two for Washington Commanders is like a nine for somebody because our second round draft picks have been terrible, pretty much. Right, but you're going to use that two to combo with your other two. Do we have another? Yeah, we have another two. We're yeah. going to. So would you put the two twos together and trade back up into the first round? That's what we did to get sweat. We did. We got him eighteen. Yeah, uh, maybe. Or maybe you take two two fantastic linemen with the uh, with the two second rounders. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know um, either. I I just I, I I don't think so. Montez Sweat. This is his fifth year option this year. 
okay, so you've got to extend him after this year or franchise tag him. You're not going to franchise tag him. Um, Chase Young, same thing. He doesn't have a deal for next year. So both of those guys are not secure for next year. Bro, yeah. you can't. You, we can't lose both those guys for no compensation, right? Oh, yeah. You, you can, I mean, you just can't. I mean, that's. I mean, you'll get not, a compensatory pick, but it won't be. It'll be like a fifth yeah. rounder or something. Yeah. And, and man, I'm even wondering if Sweat has more trade value right now than Chase Young. Oh, a hundred times, dude. People don't know. Listen, man, when you are a beast and you say to yourself to people you're uncomfortable, when the coach is saying, I think he's going to play this week, we're not sure. What do you mean? Well, he's been cleared for like a month and he's just not playing. Bro, those are red flags, and they it's like being called a snitch in the mob. People leave you alone after that, dude. It, it is not good. That's the worst thing you could say to somebody. Oh, he's cleared, and he's good. He's just not playing. What? Yeah, and you're right, man. I remember the doctors were like, he's 100%. There's yeah, no they were like, dude, I, I don't have no idea if he's playing. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, dude, the guy's, yeah, he's fine. He just doesn't want to play. Boy, you get that that vibe going. You know, I can tell you, who they've never said that about Joey Bosa. They've never said he doesn't want to play about uh, who's uh, uh, the, the the lineman for the, the Ram. Just name anybody that's a monster. M Micah Parsons. I hate the Cowboys. They've never said he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't want to play. Those people play, you have to hide their helmet sometimes when they're injured to try to play. I don't know, man. It is, man. It, it 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 is mentality, and and you're right. There's there's been some times, man. It's like whatever that defensive rookie of the year performance, dude. And he was awesome. I mean, I got to tell you, no. it was. I remember saying every bit is advertised. Like they didn't sell us shit. Like it, it was every bit is advertised. And that season ended, and I'm like, all right, we're good. He's going to be a, a a force in the NFC East for another decade. And oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was like, extend them now, extend them now. <laughs> right. yeah. And that's why you don't do that. You know, that's why you don't do that. So don't have Let me, me throw... running your football team. I promise yeah, you that. Well, you'll be signing people yeah. <laughs> after a week. You're loving yeah. them. Let me throw this scenario, dude. How scary this just popped into my head. Take the timeline and the exact trajectory of Robert Griffin, the third and put it on to chase young on a timeline and see how similar those two timelines are playing out in real time. Now, RG three was rookie of the year on the offense, unstoppable in his first year. Then he got a knee injury. It was never the same. And eventually he was out of the league, dude. It is literally following that script almost to a T. I hate you for bringing that up, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it. Somebody, because uh, you know Shaka Tony, who was a guy they were really interested in, that that would be somebody that could really spell um, Chase Young. They were they were excited yeah. about developing him, and then of course he just got suspended all next year for uh, illegal gambling. And the rumors are we're going to release him. Um, and somebody goes, "This was on Twitter. Who's Shaka Tony?" And the response was so fierce. It goes, "The guy who has the same amount of sacks as Chase Young over the last two seasons." And I was like, <laughs> "Damn." <laughs> Bro, does that not put it in perspective? Like, uh, yeah, Shaka Tony had the same amount of sacks as Chase Young over two seasons. Oh, yeah. And that's when you asked me earlier why I'm down. That's it right there. That's a banger of a reply on Twitter. That dude was that he had his number. He was 
he knew somebody was going to ask him who shot Tony. <laughs> he, he actually was, called him and told him to ask it. Hey, ask this. I got, <laughs> I got this great answer. Tweet this real quick. I got to fire this back at you, man. But uh, yeah, I don't know who it was, but man, you made the podcast because that was that. Was, and I, I, I could that that's a stat that brings it into perspective. You know, that I hear that and I just go, I can't believe this is where we are. Shaka Tony yeah. Chase Young tied for sacks. And, it's, and it's not 12. It's two over two years. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not even eight. <laughs> no, it's jeez. Yeah. So uh imagine that. All right, we're gonna get to a, a prank call here. Uh thank you for patiently waiting. Uh our shows here involved a few different things. We're gonna do the way to, way back playback here in just a few minutes. Uh first we've got a, a prank call. Marco is uh an expert at uh, doing the prank calls, and uh, we've got uh, a new one each and every week right here. Uh, by the way, we'll be taking the prank calls and uh, either making them into reels or definitely putting them into uh, another uh, YouTube post here. So if you don't want to watch, I think you, you're missing a lot if you don't watch this whole podcast or listen to the whole podcast. But if you just want the prank call, we will uh, go ahead and do all those as well on our YouTube channel, which, by the way, you can always hit subscribe. We would love that. So uh, today's uh prank call here marco says uh what uh, you can get the virus through the phone what is that this was in the thick of the coronavirus lockdowns in the united ah. states and uh i wanted to call a i uh, called a grocery store and i wanted to make sure even on the phone even while they were speaking on the phone that they were wearing a mask because i had just discovered uh some new research that coronavirus could be transmitted through the phone and you could actually get it from talking to somebody on the phone so i wanted to make sure yeah. they were doing their civic duty to society <laughs> wasn't that a uh a song kiss me through the phone that's a uh, uh, by uh, uh was that? chris Soulja brown no soldier boy it wasn't soldier no it was uh who was the guy who did thong song cisco cisco ah look was at it? that two djs yeah i think so i'm pretty sure man that was, <laughs> that was back when we we made money playing those songs, boy. We, we that was a, that was a, you mean we got was, paid for playing those? Songs? Oh no no no! I don't mean that. I mean that. Well, oh, okay. I know some people that did that, but I I I'm saying like that was like the that was like prime radio, right? That was like early two oh, thousands, yeah. right? Oh yeah yeah yeah. I think dude. Thong Song was actually here's a little before we get this break off. Thong Song was the last song released in 1999. I think it came out that it came out like on December 30th, 1990. It was so I just know that as a trivia fact. The last song to come out in 1999 was Cisco's Thong Song. Just so it's crazy know. to say that the Thong Song came out in the 1900s. That's crazy to think about, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that Almost as crazy as catching the coronavirus through <laughs> a phone. Uh, it is your prank call. We do them every single week right here with Billy and Marco. Good morning, Piggly Weekly. How may we help you? Hey, how you doing today? Piggly. Sir, how may we help you? Yeah, I was just wondering, are you, are you guys wearing your masks in there? Yes, I am, but there are some in here are not. So it's your choice, sir. No, I know. I, I just, you know, the uh, Fauci just came on CNN said this thing can go through the phone now. Like I said, the news and everything is saying that it's everybody's individual choice to wear their mask. Well, I know, but it spreads through the internet now, and through uh, okay. and through Dogecoin. Yeah, you can get uh, coronavirus through uh, cryptocurrency now. That's breaking news. Uh, well, we don't do that in the store. Yeah, let me see yeah. what else they're just they're uh, oh shit. They uh damn damn spreads right through the internet. The, wow. vi the virus and you said the phone too? and and the phone. That's why I want to make sure you're wearing a mask because I uh I am 
I am too. As a matter of fact, I'm about to put another one on here, uh, just because. Uh, wow, through the phone and everything. So yeah, listen. I just uh, these are scary times, and um, you know, I, I. But listen, you need to give yourself a pat on the back. Um, I do, sir. Yeah, you do. It's um, you're, you're not you're not fucking around over there. And let me just tell you, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the hell out of it. Okay, well, thank you, sir. And like I said, yeah, it's everybody's choices in here now. But yeah, I have my mask on. God bless you. You're a thank you, sir. God you're, bless you. Too. You're a son of freedom and a patriot of uh, the red, white, and blue. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, I am. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, I love you, man. I love you, too, sir. God bless <laughs> I love you, dude. I, I forgot it. I threw in the I love you, man, at the end to see if he would say I love you. But I, yeah. I, oh, sensed, a... I, I sensed in the call that we had we had, had like kind of an endearing, meaningful connection. There was you a know, bond. I, there was a bond there. Yeah. And then I, you know, I wanted him to know he was like a son of a patriot of freedom and a son of the red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah. And all that oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, but um you got to watch Dogecoin, man. I think that's why it never really took off. <laughs> yeah, Once they yeah, figured dude. out the virus, go right through that, yeah. man. People got scared. There was a rug pull on that as soon as the <laughs> as soon as the virus went out on the Dogecoin. It was insane. Did you, know you buy Dogecoin, by the way? Did you buy Dogecoin? Uh, no, I bought I bought a few. I have a few. Yeah. I have XRP. I have a, I have a Bitcoin. I I didn't fool with Doge because it was just a, it's a shit coin. And just because you know, Elon Musk pushes it, and every time he tweets about it, it goes up. I should have though. Uh, yeah. because there are a few guys that got in real early on Doge and made a few thousand. But here's the thing, man, not to do, hey, welcome to Crypto Talk. You know, if your Dogecoin, let's say you get it in and you get a real nice pump and you make 70 grand, how are you getting it? Because the gas fees to take that out at that time were like 70 grand. So you're not making any money and no one's paying for it. There's no way to get it out. You're locked. Yeah, hey, you're a millionaire. Congratulations. Your money's in jail. Yeah, that's right, the reason so. why, that, that was why I think the whole bubble popped on it. It was like people realized I'm going to sit around and wait, get all these investments, and then to actually collect my money, everybody Can't else gets rich except me. Right. You know, I've told them back. That was the, yeah. uh, remember, Ethereum came out, and now everyone was like, oh, boy, this is going to, if you want a yacht, buy, just spend 10 bucks on this shit and sit around for six months. Boy, those gas fees, which is, oh. you know, some people are probably like, what's a gas fee? It's That's basically just the fee to get your money, to cash it out. It's a cash they out charge fee. You. Yeah. Right, and it's and, a and, lot, dude. <laughs> dude, I had a buddy, because he's. It, it was all by time of the day and demand and stuff. He'd set his watch or his phone for like 135, 215 in the morning where most of the population was sleeping. And then he he would it was cheaper. It was of course, not much yeah. cheaper, but a little bit cheaper. And yeah. that's you know, that turned out to be that was kind of like the ROI you got on your RG3 jersey. Like that was, it was the same thing. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It's not that's, great. No, no. Uh, not great. Yeah. So uh yeah, that is uh crazy. You know what's funny about that phone call? I, I because now you're lucky you're in Florida. I've uh, the pandemic I was in Wisconsin and then uh, here uh, at the very tail end of it in uh, in Ohio. The difference that guy was so relaxed. You I'm telling you, you made that call to like Texas or not even Texas because they but but anywhere up north and be like, oh, we all got masks. John's got three of them. I don't even leave the house. I saw people driving in their own car by themselves with masks on. Uh, but Florida, you guys didn't play that game. That guy was like, ah, some people do something. You, you never would have gotten that at the point you made that call anywhere else in the country. Yo, when it came out that we that Florida opened, because we were the first ones to fully open, DeSantis right. had like a cup of coffee and said, you know what? I'm not doing this shit anymore. Boy, we fired this thing back open. Everybody, dude, I met so many people from Pennsylvania, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. They all came down here. 
and they would all wear their masks because they were told up there if you didn't wear your Bro, mask, you were gonna you're gonna die. Deadly. It was gonna oh. be a winter of death and destruction, and Dark everyone winter. you know was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, everyone was gonna die. Right. But dude, here's what happened down here. And I saw this, I saw this at least half a dozen times. I mean, I'm not making the number up, but at least half a dozen times, you would see fights. Tourists would come down here and get pissed at bartenders, waitresses, because they would come up to their table without a mask on. Well, we didn't have those restrictions here. And people would say, get away from me unless you put a mask on. They're like, I have a, a, a choice here that I don't have to wear a mask. The business has decided I don't have to wear a mask and the government isn't enforcing a mask mandate. Dude, it, it got, I mean, there was the news every week. There were stories of, I you know, imagine. Wisconsin couple confronts bartender, <laughs> oh, bartender yeah. punches. I mean, it was like, holy shit. And my whole thing was, why are you spending the money to come down here? Because you're they were all saying the same thing. Dude, we are locked down up there. We can't go anywhere. We can't go to dinner. The, the, the weather's terrible. Oh, and, yeah. and you, you just can't do anything. But then why come down here <laughs> and, and do that? Because you're you're running from that. And then that's right. when you're mad that we're not wearing masks down. It's just really weird, dude. It was oh, it had to be bizarre. It it was, man. And then you would turn on the national media. Like during lockdowns, I was watching it all, man, because I was like, this is crazy. One channel was saying one thing, the other said the dead opposite. Like oh, it's just no one knew Jack. Dude. No. Now we know and now we know that we're so far away that it was all BS. Everything. Almost 99% uh, of it BS. Yeah. It, it, it just do you know I read something that this year coronavirus has spread more than any other time since 2020 and no one has said a word about it nobody <laughs> said a word about it it's you know it's just people don't go get tests anymore people don't shut their businesses down anymore it's i mean look at the sports stadiums boy they're wide open they're banging again you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. it's they're like, having kissing contests they're oh, like we don't even care it's all back every it's all back like you know it's yeah. like the girl scouts are coming to the door again selling their damn cookies <laughs> it's all back and it's just it, it was such a weird time because i would turn on the news and they'd be like you know irresponsible florida is sending everybody to the grave and i'm like no oh, yeah bars are packed nobody's in the grave <laughs> man like <laughs> you know i mean it's just uh, crazy yeah it was it was crazy to live here during that, you know, because yeah. we were being told that we were irresponsible, that we were killing people because we were going out. You know, it's like yeah. killing yeah. people. Turns out you were doing the opposite. You were living while everybody else was, you know, was going through that. It was terrible. It was crazy. But oh, it was yes. so funny. He was like, yeah, yeah, some people were in them. Some people not. It's your choice. It's like, dude, you never had that phone call almost in 90% of the rest of America. That's crazy. He was honestly, I looking back in my career, and I know I've made thousands of prank phone calls, right? And that's that was kind of what you were saying earlier. Your parents were like, hey, Billy, no one's ever going to pay you to play video games. And my parents were like, yeah. I'd be in trouble so many times for making prank calls as a kid. They're like, that's not a job. It's not a useful thing. I'd be like, well, I don't know. I'm married for money. Turns out. But it turns out that guy yeah. was one of the nicest guys I've ever. I mean, the intent there was to get him mad. Right. Oh, and yeah. that was the idea. But it turned out that he was just kind of a likable, funny dude. You guys um, left best friends, actually. Really? <laughs> Ended pretty well. And and yeah. if you need to compare and contrast that statement, just go through this channel and listen to the other endings of the prank calls. I mean, it's <laughs> not well. They don't Never. end good. No, Never. that was pretty good. Now, you know, I misled him. Like he's going to go tell his friends that you can get the virus through the phone and <laughs> Dogecoin, but, you know, he can do his own research. You know, at bottom line, you save the guy from buying Dogecoin and getting a rug pulled from him. So good job with that. At least. Why don't you move down to Florida? Because uh, you, we would we would do good doing this together. That would be fun. 
Oh man, you kidding me? I'm already thinking about it. You really should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can, I've I've always wanted to do like um I'm a big like 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 you're awesome where you got. I mean, this is like your backdrop is awesome. I mean, you have a you live in a studio. I mean, people I'm not kidding when I say that. The man, I mean, it's your whole house is a studio. I it mean, is, it's incredible. Yeah. It's I I've worked at radio stations that would give their left <laughs> arm to have what you have. Trust me. I mean, yeah, really. And I, and and I, you know, I'm a little more scaled down. Um but I always thought, man, we should build a little thing and do this on the beach. Like the backdrop oh. would be the Gulf of Mexico and you just got people walking by and, and the spontaneity of that. I was yeah. thinking about that this morning. I was like, man, oh, we should dude. move down here. We could do like a little beach studio. Yeah. Um, um, that would be um, awesome. I like that idea. Let me start saving some money. <laughs> yeah. Th just think about it. You know, just, we need um, some people to download the podcast. Uh, if we're going to be doing <laughs> start a Patreon or maybe I can, you know what I could start is on OnlyFans maybe. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't if know that's that one. well. I mean, we oh, we can. I just don't know because you were telling me what they're paying for on there, and I don't know that this podcast hits checks those boxes. <laughs> it does not check those box boxes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right, but man. See, well, I like it. Hold on, real quick. I mean, just because I don't want to just slam the door on this idea. You know, <laughs> you're very quick to move on. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to save some money. Hold on a second. If we're on the beach, we could have people behind us. That would probably be more appreciated on the OnlyFans platform. True, and probably get us more likes and uh, and shares probably as well. Yeah, it's like the girls. <laughs> it's like the girls uh, at at the UFC to announce the you know what round the it is. ring girls. Uh, yeah. yeah, listen, there's either three rounds or five. It, nobody's confused as to what round it is. <laughs> Nobody needs the reminder. I, I, I'm never like, God, dude, what the hell round is it? I have, Where, no, I have idea. no idea what's going on what's here. Going I need on? a ring girl. <laughs> oh, guys, it's round three. There she is. Got it. <laughs> no, <laughs> we could have a ring girl. I like it. Yeah, dude, you don't have to convince me. First of all, I, I love you, man. I, I could spend all day every day with you. And in Florida, I could ride my motorcycle 365. I mean, I. Dude, I just need a way to get down there. When I had a, my motorcycle, my Harley, I, I Golf Boulevard is the strip, um, and it goes from Clearwater Beach all the way to St. Pete Beach. And, uh, dude, that's motorcycle paradise. Now, if you're a thrill-seeking motor, you won't like it because the speed limits are 25 to 35. Yeah. But if you just want to enjoy and, and cruise on the Harley, cruise yeah. on and drive by the beach bars and see the Intracoastal and the Gulf of Mexico, dude, I would do that. Almost every Sunday morning before Redskins games, I'd take a little ride up oh. and down Golf Boulevard. But I, but I wasn't a thrill-seeking motorcycle guy. I didn't need Not to do. Either. Yeah, I just enjoyed the sound of of going thirty-five miles an hour and looking at the palm trees and everything like that. But um, yeah, yeah, dude, that's that's shoot, that's that's for me. Um, back when I had a Harley, woo, yeah. that was awesome. You would love All it. Right. <laughs> now now the juices are flowing so once i get off here i'll start doing some research on uh uh it's not too expensive down there either actually that's what i like about florida i mean not some of it you, is not yeah, for you for i mean I, my perspective is jaded because i've got five kids it's it's i'm getting ripped off anywhere i move i mean no <laughs> you know what i mean i'm yeah, yeah. but for you i'm sheesh yeah. You should you should have held on to that RG three jersey and not stole it. <laughs> yeah, well, I made a ticket. lot of money. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I couldn't pass it up. Uh, all right, we're uh, almost to the end of the show here. Let's do a way back playback and uh, remind. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to always be Redskins slash Washington Football Team slash Commanders. Uh, it could be whatever. But uh, well, how about you pick today, man? Well, it's you know I'm going to stay with Washington because it's draft and 
you know, yeah. whatever we're talking about. Um, you know, it's funny before we got on here, I said, I, I want to, I want to see like, uh, that, that chase young high, but I don't want to see it anymore because I don't want to get <laughs> excited. And then, you know, we're going to trade him for a six rounder, um, or whatever. Oh. So there was another, there was another game, um, that, well, we already did Santana Moss, didn't we? We did the Cowboy Killer. That was the first one, which yeah, was I'm just an amazing game. Do, do you want to go real old school? Uh, I mean, yeah, dude. I, you know me. Right. I've been a fan Darryl since I Green, was like, Daryl Green punt return against the Chicago Chicago. Uh, <laughs> dude, that actually in, put us into the uh, playoffs, actually. The playoffs. And he, he strained his ribs in this. Do you remember that? I think he fractured him. I thought yeah, he, he fractured Yeah, for you young kids. Daryl, I know you know Daryl Green is, but dude, you don't understand like what a threat this guy was on the field. Without yeah. this play, we don't go to the playoffs. We we just don't. We don't go to the playoffs. Uh, this was a huge deal. And so, just for a little backstory for all the kids, uh, first of all, uh, Daryl Green was the fastest guy in the NFL for probably I think nine years. And he, did you know that uh, when he turned fifty, he ran a four four three forty at fifty, which I think four, was four three. Was that faster than RG3's 40 at the combine? I think it was the same. It was okay. I, yeah, I knew there, there, the there was some parallel there. That, but that Daryl Green was 50 and RG3 was 21 <laughs> at, the, at the combine. So Daryl Green was was the fastest man probably in the world. Um, certainly playing football. He had football speed, bro. I remember when he chased Eric Dickerson down from behind. I remember when he chased Tony Dorsett down from behind. And I mean, on a 99-yard run, he caught him. Uh, uh, Green, man, there's just nothing better. But just so you know, Daryl Green, I don't ever remember him returning punts. He had to return a punt there because these were the Bears. These were not your dad's. These were your dad's Bears. These were the close to the 85 Bears where they were they were darn good, and it was hard to beat. They, they weren't like the Bears of today. I can tell you that much. No, that th that was a team you just hated playing. Dude, you just oh. hated playing the Bears back oh, then. Yeah. I mean, Their defense it, was sick. It was ridiculous. Yep, that was man, all. Man, I mean, they... But I, I'm just remembering, I'm trying to remember. I mean, the reason we do this, we talked about this, was let's let's go back to when it was good. You know what I mean? Like, let's, because, dude, those were great memories. Like, it, there were good yeah. times for the kids there out were, there. Oh, there dude, were that's good how, times. Like, yeah, for all, yeah. That's why we love them so much. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, let me, yeah, let me tell you something. Daryl Green, uh, you were, it was, I think it was like seven degrees. It was freezing. I think, uh, I think the game was tied or we were losing, but it was a, it was a difficult situation. And for the first time that I could remember is again, I was young here, uh, but I'd never seen Daryl green return a punt. So this was something that Joe Gibbs employed as like a, the last minute thing where dude, we need help. And, uh, he got help in a major way. Uh, pretty incredible here. Let's uh, check it out. Oh, right there. Oh, he's holding his rib cage. He's holding it. He cracked it. Yeah. Dude, look at the steam coming off of the helmets. Like <laughs> Barry Wilbur. Listen to that crowd. They're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pull the hamstring. You're not hamstring boy. Your hamstring's not up by your uh <laughs> by your rib cage. By your rib cage. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> 
Boy, if you're going to cheat in anatomy class, don't do it with Pat, Pat Summerall. <laughs> Pat Summerall. <laughs> we, don't know any, we don't know anything. All right, so you'll see him hurdle somebody. And when he does, he right there, he actually oh. broke a rib. Look at him grab his hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's got a hammy, dude. He's got, he's yeah. He, he caught that punt with his ass, according to Summerall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was this? Did he get a flash? Yeah, he see, he hurt. Uh, he's hurt. I don't think he. Yeah, so there you go. It's 14-14. Uh, that was a third in the third quarter, so that wasn't a, basically a game winner. But, uh, man, I remember that like it was yesterday. And uh, can you imagine? Now, I had a, a a little motorcycle accident probably. That's probably been three years now where I, I broke. I broke like four ribs or five ribs on my on my right hand side. And let me tell Did you, you something. really. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Um, I couldn't move for like a month. And let me tell you something. Breathing hurts. And if you sneezed, you just wanted to get punched in the face. But this guy broke a rib, and it didn't even break his stride running. Have you ever had a rib problem, even a, like a hurt rib, like a pulled rib cage, anything? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, debilitating. I mean, it is. And here's what's funny. Like you said, he's running. Like, like back then, that was he ran faster than a 4 Because if he ran it at 50, he was running way faster at that oh, time yeah. when he was playing. So he's keeping up that speed. He outran 11 other men with a freaking cracked rib. I mean, yeah. and by the way, he's wearing all the football gear. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's that, incredible. I, I don't know why I was thinking about that one today. I just said, yeah, man, that was a moment I remember where, um, yeah. we needed it. We got in and it was always good. It's kind of like we talked about this with Dallas. Chicago was one of those places, man. It was just hard to win in soldier oh. field. I mean, it was um, impossible. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. ice cold. You saw the fans. They were, they were pissed and it was packed <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you yep. know, Ooh, yeah, that feels so. Good. That one, I was, uh, I remember specifically being at my grandmother's house because we would all go. We were, she lived in Silver Spring, Maryland, right outside of DC. And uh, I think we probably had 20 people in the house. You had spaghetti everywhere. Is this Italian family? People were screaming and yelling. And when Daryl Green caught that ball and went, my house went nuts. And I think that really, probably, if I'm thinking about it now, live here probably cemented the Redskins as my favorite team of all time. I mean, I was, I think I was like, eight. I was, I was, I was young. Uh, and man, I was like, dude, this is my team. This is it. Right. And, and that catapulted us to the playoffs. Um, and, uh, and I don't know if we won the Super Bowl that year or not, but, uh, but man, I remember just that solidified it for me, but I don't think, I bet if we pulled up Daryl Green's stats, he, he probably returned 10 punts in his, his 10 year, 15 year career, probably. That was the thing about Gibbs, right? Like, like even in the Super Bowl, when he started Timmy Smith, who had never started a game, and his philosophy was, they have no idea who Timmy Smith is. They don't know his style. We're going to add in some different wrinkles in the running game. And for the while, I, I don't know if it still is, he had the rushing record for the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, 214 two, yards. Yeah, and I don't know if that's been broken. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's been that, broken. Yeah, I don't think uh, that has. <laughs> yeah, and so that's, you know, Gibbs would do that kind of stuff, right? Even, even... Hey, Doug Williams is a starter. Doug Williams is a starter. Well, that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but the other team doesn't know anything about Doug Williams. I mean, dude, that is for a guy who was so stoic and he was just very controlled, still organized. He, he would, was he would bold. introduce chaos. Yeah, he, he, he definitely bold, not a bold personality, but bold decisions, right? Like yeah. You could make the argument he was more Riverboat Ron than Riverboat Ron. I mean, it's oh, 100%. It's interesting, though. Your reputation is how you carry yourself. 
not necessarily the decisions you make. Right. You know, he was just so stoic and just you know, almost regal. And now we put him in that category as Redskins fat fans uh, slash commanders. And I keep saying that, but uh, he coached for the Redskins. But he, he was just he's on a pedestal, right? He's like the guy. But Loyalty. I can tell you, yeah, he he really did carry himself that way. Like, he, you know, he just was well, he just had a great aura, man. He's a good person. You could tell he's a good person. He loved the players. He loved their and that guy was sleeping there. He was like there 60 hours a week. Yeah, he had a he, they got a cot for him. Yeah, because he was like he stopped going home. He's like, there's no point to go home. I got to come right back in an hour. So they got a cot for him and he would shower there and then he would eat there. And it just it was it was it never ended. They said he had a projector in the little area where the cot was and, and he would sit in the cot and he would try to close his eyes for 30 minutes in the projector. He'd wake up and the projector was just spinning. Things. <laughs> you know, he'd nod off for 20 minutes or something like that. And yeah. um, yeah, dude, that, but man, he was a bold, he had, he didn't have a bold personality. He made bold decisions and yeah. there's something to be said for that. Um, 90% of the time they were the right decisions and that's uh, and it's a really good point you bring up there because that's why he is, I, there's a lot of records that are going to be broken and, and they can all with the different ways we play football. I think all records are unsafe, but one record that will never be touched. I, I will bet my house on it is three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks in a span of five or eight years or whatever that was. That'll never happen again, man. And on the same team. I mean, you know, right. and on the same team. Yeah, I, I mean, that's you could make the argument eventually maybe a coach will play on three different teams and maybe win three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, so like Sean Payton, he's well, Andy Reid would be he's got two now. So right. So you could. But see, it takes a while to do that. Like, I don't think Andy Reid's going anywhere else. I yeah. don't think. And Patrick um, Mahomes is not going anywhere else. So right. So but man. Three different guys on the same team. Whoa. I mean, you think about that. That's <laughs> that is the ultimate hat tip to Joe Gibbs because that is nothing but coaching. That is taking the players you have and making them as good as they can be with what they that's not somebody coming in and saying, This is my system. Everybody's got to fit my system. That's somebody saying, uh, here's your strength, and we're gonna use that to our best ability. For example, in this uh, way back playback, Daryl Green. <laughs> like uh he just was great at it, man. And by the way, I don't think those three guys even sniff a Super Bowl on other teams. To be honest with you, they weren't the most talented football players. I mean, they no. just they never had insane stats. Um, you know, I mean, Theisman was known because he was married to the woman who was hosting a show, so he had some national credibility. Um, and he was also one of the guys, he was real big into the media. He was a good media guy. They liked oh, him. Yeah. He, he liked being with him, but you know, I mean, um, I, I don't think, you know, I mean, Doug Williams, you know, I mean, he, he it was a historical, um, first African-American to win a Super Bowl, but before that he was really an unknown guy and Mark Rippon. I mean, these guys are not like, yeah, like you were talking about Patrick Mahomes. None of these guys were Patrick Mahomes. No, these were good, no. you know, yeah. So no. it's like the fact that Gibbs could pull that out of these guys, like he created this culture this environment that allowed it allowed guys like that to win super bowls that's incredible yeah. dude yeah that's that's the ultimate thing you can say about joe gibbs right there that is the ultimate compliment he did not need uh players to make a great system he was the system he and he found your strengths and it wasn't like i've got one way to play this like 99 percent of coaches these days where they have a system and you got to find guys for this system none of that he no. said, what are you good at? You're doing that. What are you good at? Oh, we'll do that. We've never done it before. So we'll do it now because he's good at it. I don't know why more people don't do that. It's so weird. 
Well, we just went through that with William Jackson. We may, we signed yeah. this big, big ass contract from Cincinnati <laughs> and he gets benched and they're like, yeah, he didn't fit our system, but you, okay. But first off, <laughs> you knew that before you offered him all the money. Second off, Maybe fix the system because he's a dude. He was a beast in Cincy. Oh, I know, dude. He was. He's like, oh, he's so good at man to man. We're gonna teach him zone. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> he, one of the most skilled man to man players out there. And the good news is he'll never have to run it here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And okay. that's why he was so good because he was so good. It's like saying, you know what? Hey, there's this guy. He, he's really good. His name is Deion Sanders. We're gonna bring him in and play a lot of zone. I mean, we're gonna zone him up. He's going to be backpedaling and he's going to be <laughs> <Just> what? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. It just didn't yeah. fit our system. Really? No. He just told us he was a perfect fit a couple of years ago. <laughs> I know you said we got to go. I know we're going to go real quick. Real quick. If I can just throw this out real quick. Yeah. I am excited about Bijan Robinson. It, it makes it so illogical for us to pick him. He is, I think the best player in the, in the draft, the running back dude. I think he's better than Saquon Barkley. I just, I just think the guy would, uh, if he's there and we take him, it makes no sense, but I will be so happy. I just want to throw yeah. that out there. I just <laughs> I like it. The, the excitement. What do we need? We need a blue collar, hardworking son of a gun on the line. That's what we need, right? But we that ain't exciting. End. Yeah, we and that's not exciting either. And that's not exciting either. None we of those need are a exciting. Linebacker. Yeah, I, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. None of those are exciting. But, dude, I, you're right. It, logically speaking, that draft room should be listening to you, not me. <laughs> Dude, if you just if you get some time later today, just YouTube Bijan Robinson highlight. Oh my god, dude. If we have this guy, if we have this guy, <laughs> woo! I would Now be here's so the good excited. news. I've got great news for you. Uh what this franchise should do in draft day and what they do do on draft day are never the same. So you actually have a pretty good chance. Of, of actually getting the person you want. it Would would it surprise me if we picked Bijan Johnson? No. No, it wouldn't. Well, I'm just telling you, it, it, this guy will be fun to watch. Now, it probably it was fun to watch because he had an offensive line. He won't have one here. So maybe it won't be so much fun. But I'll be excited. I'll be excited. Uh, absolutely. All right. Well, there you go, man. That is uh, the Fun Bunch Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging around here. We do appreciate that. Hit like, share, and comment. Let us know if you want to hear more of something, less of something. If you want us to cover your favorite team, we don't we don't mind. We'll do it all, uh, and we'll be uh, entertaining. That's our promise to you each and every time we crack the mic here. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. You got any uh, last words, Marco? Um, we we you know our next episode uh, will obviously be. Uh, our reactions to to the draft. So yeah. um, we'd love for you guys to make us home base for that and share it with other uh, Commanders fran uh, friends, uh, sports fans, or or Cowboy fans. I think we said we've always got to end the show with a little nod to our Cowboy <laughs> our cowboy is, friends out there. There's so. our Cowboy. We're wishing, wish, wishing Cowboys fans a great draft as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, he's not, is he hiking the ball? Looks like he's hiking the ball. That's uh... yeah, a direct snap. <laughs> <laughs> direct snap. Uh, love that. Well, listen, uh, hit share, like, and comment. We'd love to hear more from you. And uh, like our Facebook page. We've, uh, we're close to 10,000 people on our Facebook page here. So if uh, a couple of people could go over there, uh, like the Fun Bunch on Facebook. We do appreciate that. And, uh, man, we'll be right here and be looking for content on Facebook, YouTube, and on uh, Facebook Reels and wherever else we can put them. TikTok, you're doing TikTok now, aren't you? Yeah, we got TikTok up too, Fun Bunch. Fun Bunch podcast. All right. Yeah, just type that in on any social media. Uh, for Marco, it's Billy. That's the Fun Bunch podcast. Have yourself a fantastic day. <laughs>